The best way to get somebody to say yes is to empower them to choose. Welcome to Mindset Performance, where we take a look at the thinking patterns of successful entrepreneurs so we can learn why it's true that the less you work, the more you make. If you're an entrepreneur and you feel life is calling you to step up to something bigger, this podcast is for you. Just like productivity isn't about getting things done, persuasion isn't about coercion or manipulation. If you have somebody that does something because they have to, you've just created another problem that you're going to have to fix later. They're not doing it because they want to. They're not doing it because they're vested in the outcome and they care about the quality. They're doing it just to check it off their list. So it's not going to be done at a very high level. You're going to have to follow up with them. It just creates more problems in the future. What you want is for people emotionally to want to do it. And the way you do that is by empowering them to choose. Uh, This is studied in the 70s. Ellen Langer did a lot of research on this. And what she did is she sent her graduate assistant to the line at the copy machine. I mean, it's always the graduate assistant, right, that has to do this stuff. So he goes to the line at the copy machine, and he's like, can I make some copies? So he's effectively asking to cut in line. And they write down what happens. Well, when he asks to cut in line using a simple request, can I make some copies? 60% of the time, people say yes. So already we have, you're more likely to get a yes for asking than not asking, but this isn't earth shattering. Then they go back and they add a little bit of information. Can I make some copies? This is due today. This time, 98% of the people say yes. So they open with a question. This is what I would like. And they provide a reason. Then they add one word and begin to play with it. Can I make some copies because that machine is broken? So now I have a formula. Start with the question, say the word because, end with a reason. Now, what's weird is after the word because, it no longer matters what the reason is. So they tried a lot of nonsensical reasons. Can I make some copies uh, because I'm curious? Can I make some copies because I already have some? Can I make some copies because I would like to? Reasons that by themselves wouldn't really justify getting to cut in line. But something happens in the brain of the listener. It's like the brain just wants to know that a reason is coming. It doesn't really care what the reason is. As soon as you ask, say the word because, it's like there's a switch. The brain shuts off. It knows that a reason's coming, it doesn't need to worry what the reason is. And whenever I'm doing training or coaching and we're role-playing and practicing this pattern, one of the interesting things that comes up is the emotional impact it has on somebody when you make the request out of order. So if you can imagine that you're sitting at your desk at work and I approach you and I say, oh my gosh, man, I am so busy right now. And I just got word that my car is done at the shop. I'm going to have to go pick it up. And because of that, it's going to take a little bit of time in the day. I don't think I'll be able to prepare these folders for the two o'clock meeting. Um, I, I just can't do all of this at once. Because of that, will you help me with these folders? Usually if I open with that, people report feeling on guard, uh, report feeling 
that I'm trying to butter them up. I'm trying to pass the buck. I mean, they're listening to me, but in the back of their head, they're very reserved. It's sort of, hmm, what are you getting at? What, what are you trying to, you know, persuade me, manipulate me? What, what are you getting at? What, just, just, just ask me, just, just say it. They're not actually present and engaged in the conversation because they feel like the, the ask is coming, right? You know, it's just a matter of time. But if you open up with kind of the cold water, if you will, will you help me with these folders? Because I just got word that I've got to pick my car up across town and I don't think I can do both of these at the same time. Well, in that situation, when they hear the reason, most people report feeling kind of a sense of camaraderie and teamwork. Like, oh yeah, I would love to help. The emotional state is a desire to say yes, or at least find a way to say yes. If you have a, a nonprofit, say, and you're doing your end of the year banquet, the big fundraising banquet, usually there's some entertainment or a speaker or whatever. And then after that, the president of the nonprofit gets up to make the ask. So you have a room full of people who know why they're there. They know the intention is to raise money that evening. Everybody present knows this. And many times uh, the president will get up and they will begin their ask like this. We're doing a great job in the city. We're making a difference. I mean, just last year, uh, Tim lost his job, but because of our funds and resources, we were able to get him a new car so that he was able to get a new job very quickly. He was able to support his kids. They were able to stay in school because of that new car. Sally um, she was having a hard time finding a job that was a good fit for her skills, but because of our resources, we were able to get her connected to the right job. And because of that, she was able to provide for her family because of our connections and resources, because of the great work that we're doing, can I count on you to write us a check for $2,000? And while they're telling their tale of all the wonderful things that everybody agrees is wonderful and good that the nonprofit is doing in the city... In the back of your head, it's like, just get to the point. Like, you're buttering me up. We already know this. It's not complete engagement and connection with the conversation. Now imagine instead, you have arrived at a banquet. This is a fundraising banquet. You know it's a fundraising banquet. That's why you came, because you believe in supporting the organization. And at the end, the presenter gets up and says, can I count on you and write a check for $2,000? Let me tell you why. With your funds last year, when Tim lost his job, we were able to connect him with a new car, so he was able to get a new job right away, keep providing for his family, and because of that, his kids were able to stay in school. Sally, when she lost her job, with your funds, we were able to connect her faster with a new job. Her family didn't miss a meal, and she was able to keep providing for them. Now in a situation like that, the more stories you tell and the longer you talk about the testimonies and the case studies of the difference your company's making in the town, the more eagerly people are getting out their checkbooks to write that check. Whereas before, if you open with that, the more they sit with arms crossed, kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop. This is an emotional bank deposit. And the way it works is if you open with the question, it empowers the other person to choose freely. You're putting the ball in their court. Because of that, when you give them the reason, they eagerly digest it. 
it feels like a new opportunity. However, if you open with the reason, you're effectively saying, I don't trust you to make a good decision. So I'm going to make the decision for you. Now, here is my attempt to convince you and persuade you as to what the right decision is, which has the other person being skeptical, aloof, on guard the whole time you're giving your reason. So they're not really hearing it. They're just kind of waiting for you to stop talking. Start with the question, end with the reason. Now, sometimes I get a little bit of pushback. People talk about, you know, parents, well, my kid has to take out the trash. He doesn't have a choice. Uh, or bosses talk about employees. Well, it's, the, you know, it's their job. They have to do it or they're going to get fired. So here's the deal. You don't have to use this pattern to communicate. You are free to play the parent card or the boss card or the because I said so card. You're free to do that. Just remember that when people do things because they have to, it's not going to be the same quality as when they want to. If you want to keep pushing it, then by all means, keep playing that card. But if you don't want to have to keep asking them to raise the quality, test it out. See what happens if you open with the question, will you do this because, and then give them the benefit to doing that. Try it out. See what happens. I hope this serves you and let's make it a great week. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about the thinking patterns of success or maybe even see what kind of opportunities for growth are hidden in your own mindset, visit mindsetperformance.co.